Well, praise the Lord and good morning. A blessed morning to all our listeners. We thank God for you because we can see the results that there are people who are paying attention and who are listening. But we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get an email, a text, a phone call. We want to know what the messages are doing for you. And if we can do anything else for you, just let us know. We know you visit our site regularly. And um, if you want information about the college, it's an online Christian institution. And if you need information, you'd like to be part of this college, just send us an email or call us. We'd be love, we'd love to talk with you. And listen, you're not too far away. Don't say to yourself, well, I'm from a different country. I don't speak the language. When it comes to God, he always makes a way where there is no way. And we do have overseas students from overseas. So you will not be the first, and believe me, you will not be the last. So we want to invite you. Check us out. Let us know. If something you're seeing here you don't understand, or as I said, maybe you're wondering about you being in another country or even somewhere here in the United States, but you need to get some further information. Don't be shy. Don't be hesitant. Call us. Send us an email. We can reach you by several channels. Believe me, several channels, even if you're overseas. And we'll be patient with you and um, in terms of listening to you and your, your um, if we don't speak your language. But believe me, we have dealt with people from um, Pakistan, Myanmar, India, the Netherlands. I don't speak their language, but we do. God makes the way and we are able to understand one another. Even Haiti. Yes, the Caribbean. So God is working. So listen, don't be shy. Visit us and let us know what we can do for you. This morning we're going to be talking about the golden image. I'm sure you've heard about it in, um, in Daniel. And when you think of the golden image, we're talking about despotic people, tyrant, tyrant, tyrant people, people who don't care about others. They just want to be your boss and you'll be their slave. Do you really think that slavery is only a, a physical thing? Talk about the mental thing. Talk about um, the emotional thing. So we're going to be talking about this this morning, the golden image. Father, we ask you for guidance and direction. I pray the Holy Spirit's protection. I need him. I need his wisdom. I need his guidance. I need him to surround me today. I need a special anointed Lord because when you gave me this word, Lord, you know where it's coming from and why I felt this way and believe it is so timely right now for what we are facing at this point in this country, Lord, in this nation. So we're asking you to just guide me. Holy Ghost, speak to me. And let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. My Lord, my strength and my redeemer. I pray for our listeners, Lord. I pray for their, those Christians and whose hearts are aching. Many are saying, where is God? Why hasn't God done something? I've been praying and praying. Things are only getting worse every day. But Lord, you told me something this morning. And only to come on to hear someone. I don't know this person. Individual doesn't know me. But it was out there open confirming just what you told me. The wording was different, but the essence of it was exactly what 
the word said, the power of God and the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And no matter how well they have their feet embedded, Lord, you know how to bring that earthquake. You know how to shake that image and demolish it. And that's what I'm praying for this morning. Demolish the image, Lord. Demolish it. Let it no longer intimidate or cause others to fail. We know prophecy must be fulfilled. And it will be fulfilled in various ways. We as Europeans have no need to be afraid. But you have always said, your word said, men ought always to pray and not to faint. Many have fainted, Lord, over the past few months. But God, I pray the word will encourage them today. And they will take heart and know that you're watching. As you told Moses, you tell your people, when you call Moses, say to your people, I have seen, I've heard, and I know those three things. Seen their tears, heard their cry, and know their faith. And you said, I have come down to deliver. I am praying this morning specifically for a leader of God who will not be an image that everyone must worship, but will be your representation. Hallelujah. Someone you'll place your Holy Spirit in to his heart, or her heart, doesn't matter, or their heart, Lord will govern as you intended us to do. Because it said the law is for the lawless and disobedient. Let this person be someone who acknowledges the law, who is obedient to your word, and who recognizes what godliness means. Who is for people, Lord, and not selfish or seeking personal gain or for the few, but not the mass. I ask you, cover me now. Have thine own way. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. We read here in Daniel chapter 3. I won't read the entire chapter, but I want to read just a little bit of it here in Daniel chapter 3. And um, it says that Nebuchadnezzar, old king, in, um, rather, Ruler in Babylon, you all remember Babylon, Esther and Mordecai and uh, Daniel. That's what we're reading about this morning. That that um, Nebuchadnezzar, he was a tyrant, and it tells us that Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold, whose height was three score cubits, and from what I I discovered, it's ninety feet. Can you imagine? 90 feet up there, and the breast thereof six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura, in the province of Babylon. You can go on reading further down. I want to show you in verse 5, it says, After he had made this image, high, very impressive, intimidating, no doubt, that at what, he warned the people, verse 5, that at what time he hear the sound of the cornet, all the musical instruments, can you imagine all the instruments that ye shall fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up? I can feel the anointing. This is what tyrants do.
must worship their God, worship what they worship, believe what they believe, do what they say you are to do, and in the midst of it, they are not even doing what they say. It's a matter of do what I say, but not what I do. And whoso, look at verse 6, whoso, in other words, does not fall down and worship, shall the same hour be cast into the midst of a burning fire. Let me say here, there are many people today who may say, look, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that, because it's against my religion, it's against my health problem or so on. And somebody says, if you don't do it, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and we're going to do the next thing. Read between the lines. Then he warned them again. Verse 7, that at what time when all the people heard the sound of the cornet and again the musical instruments, I will put to them. He said, you should fall down and worship the golden image and Nebuchadnezzar, which Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Call Nebuchadnezzar the leader of his country. And you know, when God, even though sometimes God sets people up, but you know, they can get so big in themselves. <laughs> Where I'm from originally, they say they big up themselves. You know, that's what they do. They make themselves so big. You know, some people just don't know what to do with power. They allow power to corrupt them. And some people are so proud that you can't say anything to them. They crush the people who are under them. They put them on a harsh, hard bondage. They enslave them mentally. They become fearful. I can't say this. I can't say that. I lose my job. Oh, I can't go there. They lock me up. This is what fear is. Fear leads to torment. And right now, we can see where a lot of people, they don't want to say this, they don't want to say that. You know, they're afraid. But listen, God has not given us a spirit of fear. God has not given us fear. And if you are a Christian this morning, you are fearful, you need to get back under the blood. It means you have shifted from the, under the protection that's under the blood. If you're going to fear this image that man, not God, has set up, and, expects, and because you don't want to worship this image, as I said, read between the lines, you don't want to worship this image, you're threatened. You're, even your life sometimes is threatened. Your job is threatened. You're restricted. In fact, you're under bondage. Emotional bondage. Even physical bondage. The churches are getting on the act too. Oh, Jesus. Makes me wonder, which God are they serving? Maybe it's the God of this image. It can't be almighty God who is supreme and reigns above above everyone. He said, open these gates, let me enter. Let the king of glory enter. Someone said, who is this king of glory? He said, the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. And you're going to tell me you're afraid of a golden image. And you don't 
fear Almighty God. And those verses came from Psalm 20, 24. He said, I am the King of glory. Open the gates and be ye lifted up the everlasting doors and let the King of glory come in. And you're afraid. You serve the King of glory and you're afraid of a, of a man. You're afraid of a golden image. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Second um, Timothy 1. I'm going to read it for you this morning because, you know, it makes sense to remind our people again that God has given us all that we need. He has given us the power that we need. And all we need to do is to serve him, believe him, trust in him. Hear what it says, begin at verse 7, 2 Timothy 1. Verse of it. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. Power through the Holy Spirit. And in this world, there is no other power greater than the Holy Spirit. And He has given us love and a sound mind. Why are you terrified of this golden image? Where's your fear in God? Where is that reverential fear that you should have? A sound mind. And it tells us also in, um, in Psalm 121, where it tells us that God will keep our going out and our coming in, and he will preserve us from all evil. Here, let's read it again. Read a little part of Psalm 121. These were not even in, in, in the message this morning, but I believe there are some people out there who need to hear this. Um, he said, Here, behold he that, Psalm 121.4, Behold he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade upon your right hand. Don't trust in the image. The sun shall not smite me by day nor the moon by night. It, listen, trust in God. Verse 7 is where I really want to get. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. And he shall preserve thy soul. Your emotions will be kept intact. You will not be moved. He said earlier, he will not suffer your foot. Verse 3, he will not suffer your foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Why are you fearful of this great image? Let's continue to Daniel. But Daniel had three friends. Shadrach. Meshach and Abednego. And then they decided they're not going to bow. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. They said, I'm not going to bow. This is not my God. I don't worship Nebuchadnezzar's God. Today, the question is asked, which God do you worship? Are you worshiping the image, which is Nebuchadnezzar's God? Or you're worshiping, worshiping Almighty God, the King of glory, the Supreme, the one who reigns above all. So it was reported, verse 12 of Daniel 3, there are certain Jews among, rather, whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, <laughs> you can fill in the blanks. Have not, they, okay, they have not regarded thee. They serve not thy God. Oh, 
Think about it. They serve not thy God, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Now, verse 13. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage, how, in other words, how dare that? How dare they defy my words? This is what's going on right now. All across the globe, those who do not worship this image, there's rage against you. Can't go here, you can't go there, you can't say this, you can't you lose your job. All kinds of things are happening. Madness. It's madness going on right now. But you know what? These guys, let's read on so you will understand. Nebuchadnezzar, the king, approached them. And I love the way they answered. Look at verse 16. He said, Shadrach, Meshach, Abed, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, and we have Nebuchadnezzar still around today. They may come by a different title, but they are Nebuchadnezzar in the office, in the schools, in the community, in government, in the prime minister's office, president's office, you name it, governor's office, um, lawyer's office, judicial office, and the courts. There are Nebuchadnezzars all over the place. The mayor's office, you're going to find them. Media, the Nebuchadnezzars, they're not dead. They're still around. So this, these three brothers said, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, whatever, whoever you represent, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. <laughs> you know, let, let, let me put in my own words. We're not going to argue with you. You know, we, we won't argue with you. We can't, we, you know, there's no need for us to argue with you. Listen, when you know where your faith is, when you know whom you're trusting, there's no need to argue. Don't argue with arrogant people. Don't argue with despots. Don't argue with those who are their own God. They are their own God. Don't argue with those who set up their image and want you to worship their image, believe their God, study their doctrine. Don't argue with them. Let's repeat it again. He said, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. So here, I want to listen to faith in action. If you notice, they, it doesn't say they went aside and cursed out this man and throw the word at him. No, they did not. I want us as people of God, to take stock of this, to pay attention to this. See what you can learn from this when you're attacked, when you come face to face with ignorance, when you come face to face with pride and arrogance, when you come face to face with, with despots and their golden image. He said, if it be so, verse 17, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand. Oh, hallelujah. You know, I'm going to repeat this. I'm saying to all the leaders in the world who have built up this golden image that you want the rest of us to bow down to and worship your God. We are saying like these young men. We are not careful 
to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand. You see, God has a way of delivering. If you remember when the children of Israel were leaving Egypt, they feared too. They feared. They saw the Red Sea. They feared. They, they, listen, they started to argue. They talked against Moses and Aaron and said, you brought us here. We should have stayed in Egypt. And many of you said, oh, we should have. We, we, I spoke of someone last week, and I was appalled to know as a man of God, the language, not bad language, but the, the kind of um, response that I got from the, I just, you know what you need to do? Keep quiet, just listen, say nothing, and at the end say, let us pray and end your conversation. Remember, as the Hebrew boy said, we are not careful, in other words, to argue with you. We will not fight with you, but our God who we serve is able, more than able, to deliver us out of your hand. And he said, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But look at verse 18. No, look at faith. No, this is really, this is putting, your, putting yourself on the line. Amen. They're on the edge now. Because any minute now, they're going to go in the fire and burn it. But look at verse 18. He says, but if not, in other words, even if our God does not deliver us, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy God, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Do we have faith? I want to speak to every one of us here today. We're going to be presented with situations. And this is where our faith will either be alive or it's dead. Here again we talk about God not giving us a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and a sound mind. If you have a good relationship with God, even though these things are going to come upon us, even though we're going to be tested, we're going to be tried, they're going to come after you, they may come at your doors knocking. Have you worshipped the golden image? And remember, the, the three Hebrew boys did not fight with them. They did not quarrel. They did not argue. They stated facts. They said we are not serving your God. We have no answers to give you. But even we are going to hold on to our God. We're going to believe our God. And even if he doesn't answer us, we are still not going to bow. Let me give you another verse before I go any further. In Isaiah 55, 54 rather, and verse 17. It's a well-known verse in the Christian church. It says here, you know, a lot of people you hear, um, you know, recite this verse. Verse 70 says, no weapon. Sometimes what people are trying to do, they're weaponizing you. What they're trying to do at times, they say it's for your good, but what you perhaps don't even know. You cannot trust anyone today, no matter how high position they have. Don't trust anyone but God. The Word of God says trust no one but God, put up your trust in man, put up your trust in princes. You cannot trust these days. 
someone was talking with me this past week. I said, this particular person came around me, was talking to me, and was some very, somewhat very hesitant because this person didn't know where I was. <laughs> and that's how you are, people are living today. Have to be very careful of their language. It's like living, you, you remember back in the, those of you who would know about the communistic parties where you, when you look, watch some of those programs, that you have to be careful what you say, otherwise your own can, can um, report on you. And this person wanted to know if my friend was, had the same kind of um, thoughts as the individual had. And that's where people are today. Isn't it sad? We can't even trust one another. This is not what God intended for mankind to be. This was not God's plan for us to be in such prisons. Man is his own enemy. Worst enemy is man. Because of, and I don't, for you all bears, genderism or whatever mentality, man here means the whole human race. One race, human race. Okay? Cannot trust one another. We can't trust. And it's all because of sin. But he says here in verse 17 of Isaiah chapter 54, no weapon. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is a heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, said the Lord. In other words, from me. When you know that you are serving God as these three Hebrew boys believe in God, they are faithful, strong in God, they knew that even though the image was set up, and if it was God's will, just as he said, if it's God's will for them to be delivered from the fire, he will deliver them. And so, then, verse 19, then was the, um, oh, I didn't read verse 18. Let me read it. He said, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Yes, I did. I read it earlier, but I needed to read it again. So verse 19 says, then was the Nebuchadnezzar full of fury. This is what's going on today. Have you noticed that every time someone says, I'm not going to do some or each time they come with something more forceful, more devious. You remember when the children of Israel were in Egypt? When Moses went there and Moses said, let my people go. The, 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 um, the managers, let's use the word managers, they put the burden heavily on them. They said, you know what you're going to do? You're going to make bricks. You're going to go and find the shore yourself. We'll not get it for you. They made the bondage harder, harsher. More cruel. And this is what's happening. It's like, you know, I woke up this morning and said, Lord, I don't know what today is going to bring. And I've been saying to people this time, you know, I said when a new month comes, they said, Lord, I don't know what this month is going to be. I don't know what this week is going to be. I don't know what this day is going to be. Because things, things are constantly changing. It seems that they're evolving. Like people don't even know which way they're going. And so they're trying to make up these little things. Oh, well, that's wrong today. It's right tomorrow. Wrong tomorrow, right next week. You know, because they don't know. They're just trying to find their way through. You know? So, he said, 
This man was so furious. And his very visage, visage his, his features changed against these three men because they had a position, had a position in, in, in his palace. They were speaking, commanded they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. Let me say here, right now I believe the heat has been turned up. <laughs> and it's going to, you know, what the Lord showed me this morning, what the, when I heard the individual talking, I said, Lord, that's confirmation. Listen, I said to you every month, every week, every day, I'm just so uncertain. Because every, it's like every hour now, the heat is being turned up. So verse 23, and these three men shot Meshach and Abednego fell down, bound in the midst of the burning fire for us. They threw them in the fire. But listen, verse 24, then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, true, O king. But verse 25, he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is that the Son of God. Let me say here. Earlier in the, in the year, I prayed to the Lord about something because it had to affect, it, it would affect people I know. And I said, Lord, even if it is so, I made a certain prayer to the Lord, very specific prayer. Let me say here, they may throw you in the fire, but you will not be burned. And as again, read sense out of nonsense, as we would say. Fill in the blanks. They may, you, you may have to go in the fire, but it will not burn you. You know what the fire is going to burn? The cords that they put on, 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 you know, they were bound of cords. That's what the fire is going to burn. Because, hallelujah, the fourth man will be in the fire with you. When you stand up for God, he stands up for you. When you mean God, he means you. One man and God alone is an army. It's an army. Many people worship an idol. Some worship a belief. Some worship a group, some worship a party, some worship a, a person, some worship even the family, maybe husband, children, dog, you name it. But whatever the object of your worship this morning, if God is not the one you're worshiping, you can be sure the fire that you're putting his people in, you are the one who's going to be burned because in the end, the men who threw these three Hebrew boys in the fire were the ones who were burned. Be careful what you do with God's people. Be careful. The weakest of God's children is as important to him just as though the dead sparrow. If God took time to see a dead sparrow fall to the ground, 
Think of his children who serve him night and day. Think of those who call upon him night and day. My sister, brothers and sisters out there, you've been fainting. You've been wondering where is God? Why hasn't God done something? Keep your faith in God. Whether you see anything yet, or you hear anything yet, or you know of anything yet, keep holding on to God. Don't bend to that don't bend your knees to that image. Don't worship the image. Don't worship the image. Whatever you have to do, stay away from the golden image. Stay away from it. Put your faith and your trust in God. You're a servant of God. You're a child of God. You're a member of the household of faith. You're a member of the body of Christ. He is the head. Praise God. He takes care of his people. He's not like other leaders who will forget you, that run and leave. He's not an hireling. He is the good shepherd. John chapter 10 tells us. Keep your faith in God. Keep your hope in God. Don't lose hope. Don't lose courage. Over the past months, you've been fearful. Many of you stopped. Some of you may not be going to church anymore. I want to say to you, gird up your loins in the Lord. Grab that little bit of faith you have and begin to work on it. Blow on it. Blow on your faith. Dust off your Bible. Start reading. <coughs> Excuse me. Get your knee pad. Get down on your knees and start praying again. Start calling on God. Say, God, I know I faulted. I failed. But God, here I am again. Oh, praise God. Be like a Peter. Even though he denied his Lord. When he heard he had risen from the dead, he was the first one to run and went into that, into that tomb. Come on. Get back in that tomb this morning. Don't just sell their fish. Get back in the tomb. Seek your Lord. Turn your life back over unto him. Say, Lord, I will not worship this, this image. I'm going to put my faith and my trust in you. What does the word of God say? My people were called by my name. Hallelujah. Humble themselves. Turn from their wicked ways and seek my face. Seek his face this morning. He will then hear from heaven. He'll answer your prayer. He'll answer our prayers. You're over there and here. Someone is above there. Someone's below there. But we are praying to the same God. One God. Who made us in his image. And when we pray together, we can expect to see victory. Great things happening. Let me say here today. God is real. The image is not real. It's made by man. Amen. Made by man. It's not a God. They're trying to make it look like a God. It's not a Savior. It's not a Savior. Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world. His blood washes and cleanses all diseases because by his stripes we are healed. This image has no hope. It's not a Savior. Don't. Yes. You know, so many times people put their faith in things that really cannot save them, cannot help them, cannot give them the answers that they want. And when we look in society now, in this age that we're in, and the situations we've been facing over the past months, there's so many things coming up every day. 
and they are placed before us as images. Parents are wringing their hands. Children are uncertain. And in every area, every aspect of society, you find there is insecurity, fear. But do not allow fear to govern your life. Know that God has not given us a spirit of fear. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Keep your faith in him. We are going to pray. Father, I want to thank you again for this another day, a glorious opportunity to share your word with your people. We pray, of oh God, this word will ring through and be a blessing to each one. We pray, Lord God, that you'll keep us in the place you want us to be, place of faith. And when we pray, to expect that you're going to do great and wonderful things because you answer prayer. We know you're only a prayer way. So we ask God to protect, keep our minds, keep our hearts, keep them close to you, that we will not shudder, we will not fear, but we will stand firm knowing that we serve a God who loves us and who cares for us, who gave his only begotten son on Calvary's cross for us. I pray for my brother out there, my sister out there. I pray for those who don't know you. I pray for those right now who have been so fearful and God, they just don't know what to do. May they find the rock. The word said when our souls are overwhelmed within us, lead us to the rock that is higher than us. So I pray, Lord God, that this person find shelter, find cover, find security in you, find protection in you. In Jesus' name, amen. This was Faith Restoration Ministries at Shekinah Theological College. We want to remind you, if you want to know more about the college, we're at www.frministry.org. You can send us an email from that from the website, or you can call us at 678-964-4096. You can leave a text there, or call us at 770-346. 8320 and leave a message there. We will get back to you. Do not just call as some people do and leave no message. Leave a message. You know, we're always busy. There's always work going on here. So we'll not always be able to take your call, but we always get back to you. Keep that in mind. So if you leave us a time and a number, if you want us to call us at the same number, we will call you back at the same number. But whatever it is, don't think that we will not respond to you. And our aim is to spread the gospel. So don't allow anything to hinder you if God has called you into ministry. Shekinah Theological College is a place where you need to come and be prepared so you can reach the world for Christ in answer to what does the word say. That's our motto. What does the word say? So, on behalf of Faith Restoration Ministries, restoring lives from the inside out with the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and Shekinah Theological College, answering what does the word say. Have a blessed and wonderful week until we meet again. God bless you.